It's the boy, Bubba, let's come in through Ella Clutch, flawless, can't be touched It's your boy, Bubba, let's Yeah, I need that hot take I need the truth and everything that is not fake So tell me who's the GOAT, I'll tell you who's not great And which team always make you go right Welcome back, Bubba Bunch, to another edition of the Bubba Let's Sports Podcast, episode 278 We are back midway through the NFL season Yes, things look a little bit different if you are watching the uh, podcast or this video. Um, the the room is black. Very, very black. Um, hey, man. Well, what color were you trying to go for, by the way? You know, it, it was called Dark Secret. Dark Secret. Mm. Um, there's no secret here. It's pretty damn dark. More like skeletons in your closet. Dude, That's how listen, dark it I is. I was going for a darker gray and i failed miserably so when i painted it i was like you know what let it dry let it sit for a little bit and it did get a little bit better it was worse when you first put it on there and yep. then it was like dark in here so i was like okay let me open up some windows let me change the light bulbs so that way it may look a little bit different in the lighting as well um mm -hmm. and unfortunately um it did not come out like i had hoped well, now you have the dark night in your room. Batman's hiding in the corner over there. My God. Vengeance. I am vengeance. Yeah, exactly. Okay, you didn't like that movie, huh? I loved it. Oh. You are smoking. You. My bad. You, you my wrong bitch, by the way. It <laughs> <laughs> must be me. your other bitch. <laughs> yeah. But oh, um, so hopefully in the next few weeks, I'll, I'll probably put a transformation yeah, um, yeah. On TikTok or just the finished product um, in the, you, in you the next couple of weeks. Make a video like those streamers, like, oh, upgraded streaming room. <laughs> That's where I got the inspiration from. So, you know, how to get how yeah. to get the streamer IKEA set up. Hey, as long as it's better than Nick Merckx and Ninjas, you're good. You're good. Uh, all right, <laughs> let's move on. Um, oh, man. Yeah. How, uh, technically not halfway because it's 17 weeks but we're, okay. we're basically there right yeah i mean well isn't isn't this week technically halfway like this upcoming week this is nine. week eight right well well no this is week nine this is week up. nine so technically halfway or a little bit over halfway i don't know that sucks i'm gonna be honest with you okay now the last few weeks i have felt like i've been kind of slacking it when it comes to watching the games mm -hmm. um just because a lot's going on right now i want to get back to as watching the most important stuff i think yeah. we've reached the point of the season to where i don't need to watch certain teams like why do yeah. i need to watch the raiders we really don't Yikes. Um, there there's plenty plenty of other options now i want to keep believing in the lions but let's be honest there isn't really much hope left. You know, even with the Lions being one and six, I would still, no, one and five. I would still run through a wall for Dan Campbell, but the wall is, the wall is getting significantly yeah. thinner now. And, yeah. and there, there is something there. Yeah. I just think that by now you could have gone upwards on an on a incline rather than a decline. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they technically were better last year, no, than this year? I mean, at this point last season, I would I had more like, wow, 
there's yeah. there's something it was surprising. here. It was surprising. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah, yeah. While yeah. this year is kind of higher expectations and they've just completely plummeted. And then now yeah. with the trade for for TJ to mm. a divisional rival, which we'll get into in a second, it yeah. just feels like well, I I don't know what's going on with Dan and and the boys. So yeah, uh, for yeah. now, let me just focus on other teams. But yes, I have been slacking it, and I, I want to get back to doing as much as I can. Um, and this is why we're doing the podcast because I, oh, I, yeah, I want to get back oh, in the yeah. rhythm of things. But um, overall, I do feel like this year has been disappointing. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that. I've seen on a bunch of TikToks, I've seen on a bunch of tweets that um, this season has been off. It's been off statistically. Uh, I think I remember reading a tweet that said, uh, analytically, these, this season has 20% less scoring than last season and the season before that and the season before that. Um, defense has been at an all-time high. Uh, and there's just hasn't really been any, like, there hasn't really been any crazy games, any crazy moments. I mean, what, that... Uh, the 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 DJ Moore uh, hail Mary that ended up losing them the game. Like, <laughs> besides that moment, what other moment this season has been insane? You know, like that's been insane. Like, like if we're if we're talking about it, saying like, oh my god, what a crazy moment! Like, I really can't think of any off the top of my head. Just off the top of my head, maybe because it was week one, but that Bengals Steelers game was definitely like, oh my god, what's going like, on? Like in a in a negative kind of way, yeah. Where Joe Burrow throws like four interceptions or like three in one half or something like that. And even yeah. one of the best kickers in the NFL, Evan McPherson, shooting. Yeah, not anymore. It wasn't shoot. Wasn't shooting there. Man, a uh, man lost his aimbot for sure. Uh, I think he's still doing pretty good, right? He's okay. I think he missed his field goal Monday night, though. Think he missed field Monday night, so he's been doing okay. I saw a tweet that was like, <laughs> someone was really mad. They're like, wait is the only reason why we're watching the Bengals versus Browns on Halloween is because they're Halloween colors. Yeah. And I, I just like, see that too, actually. Yeah. How bad? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. This season has been a little off. It's been a little disappointing. I mean, dude, but... primetime games just in general. Oh, dude. Like th the... what, what's a oh, great primetime game that happened this year? The Chargers Chiefs. That was, oh, I mean, it was okay. Last second. Almost it could have been, been better. It could have been better. It could have been better. Um, the oh, Jesus Lord, Amazon paid thirteen billion dollars for that. Crazy. Hey, hey, but you know what? You know what? D give me a second. Give me a second. Oh my God. No, I, I know. I know what we need here. Oh man, he's heading into his vault of secrets, about to pull out something that's gonna make all of us either cringe or laugh. Oh, oh. Broncos country, let's ride. Oh my God. Talk about Mr. Primetime himself, you know, Russell you know, Wilson. You know what's the funny part is that that clip sounds exactly like the way you just did it because he's so far away from the mic. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds hilarious. But, yeah, yeah, just – you know what, man? How about we get into the – how about we get into the trade deadline? Yes, this, yes, it, of course, yeah. Because this directly goes into what I think we're all going to talk about. Yeah, yeah, there's a few tangents and a few uh yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a few arguments that we want to have uh, but first. Oh. I actually I actually haven't done this since the last time we did a podcast. Oh. But, um, a really quick Weddle? Yes. A really quick W? Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. All right. Uh, guess the the player, sir. Uh, who uh, would your first guess like to be? Derwin James. We do offensive players on the easy mode. Oh, is it? Okay, yes. fine. Fair enough. Uh, rest in peace, my my young hero, Brees Hall. <sighs> I forgot about Brees, man. That was gonna. He was as rookie Dude, of the year. He was rookie, rookie of the year, rookie. right? Absolutely. Yeah. There was there was literally not even anybody close to him at that point. I think at this point, we're probably we're either looking at a a, you know. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A late start, Kenneth Walker, or yeah, because yeah. I think it's gonna be running back. But Damien Pierce, Houston. You mean you mean Damien Fierce? Mm. Mm, love that man. He's on my fantasy team. He's been doing Ooh, me numbers. Nice pickup. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so not a running back, not the AFC. Okay. Um, he is taller than six okay. three. So a receiver for sure. Or tight end. Or tight end. You're right. You're right. And he is above 23. Okay. Uh, that doesn't help that much. But so, NFC. So receiver or tight end, the NFC totally 6'3". How about we go... Uh, is Cooper Cup taller than 6'3"? God, no. What? No? How tall is he? He's probably around 6'1", six, 6 feet. Okay, okay. What about... Let's see. How about a tight end since it's taller than 6'3"? Mm -hmm. Let's do um, – is George Kittle above 6'3"? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. Oh. All right. Let's do 6'3". You're lying. I swear to God, bro. You're lying. What? Oh, hey, man. Hey. I mean, what can I say? You know, this brain is just – Wow. I'm, I'm actually speechless. I don't. I don't. You know, <laughs> hey, hey, man, you're welcome. You're welcome wow. for improving your stats. Wow. Okay, that's a TikTok in itself. How there about part two, Micah Parsons oh. hard mode? Fuck. Oh man. Uh, NFC guy, not the East. Okay. Offensive player, six four six five twenty four twenty five. Oh, a probably a lineman. Oh no, no, his number is under nine. Under nine, NFC player, offensive player, above six three. Oh my god! It's got to be a quarterback, right? Who's a tall NFC quarterback? And a tall NFC quarterback. And a number under nine. Is that? Is 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 that Jalen? How tall is Jalen? I don't think he's above six three. I mean, we have a lot of guesses. Might as well. Oh, yeah. How's Jalen? Okay, it is quarterback. His number is Jaylen. two or three. Two or three? In the NFC? In the NFC. Two or three. No, we can get this. Okay, oh, so, is it? Okay. Uh, no. it's, not the, it's not the East. It's not the East. It's not. It's not the South. M Mariota's older. One. He's one. Oh yeah, you're right. Um, it's it's not. It's not the West. This is a backup. North. This is a backup. No, don't tell me it's a backup. 
This is Mike Glennon. <laughs> yeah, because that because not even the North has two or three as they're starting. Wow, good catch, good catch. This is this is the backup. Oh I, man, um, this is. I mean, to be honest, the last time we had a backup quarterback, we fucking we killed it. Okay, like we so, got there in the end. Okay, so obviously it's not Cooper Rush. Who back? It's not Cooper, Gardner. Min- Cooper Clutch. Cooper Clutch. It's not Gardner Minshew. He's like number ten, I think. Yeah, it's not Taylor Heineke. Well, he's short. It's not. Oh, yeah, the, oh it's not. East. Yeah, Gary, it's not Tyrod Taylor. Uh, it's not Jordan Love. Jordan Love's ten. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the backup for for Minnesota? For Minnesota, we got Kirk Cousins and the um, um, Desmond. The guy from uh, no, it's Desmond, not A and M. No, Desmond Ritter. That's that's uh, that's Atlanta, isn't it? I thought he he um, got cut or he got sent to Minnesota. No, I think he's still in Atlanta. Mm. Uh, oh no, I'm thinking of Kellen Munn. Oh yeah, I'm thinking of yeah, Kellen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Do, do we want to try um, Desmond? Sure, why not? It's not the south either. Okay, so it's not the south, it's not the east. So it has to be the north or the west. The number's two or three. Oh! Oh! It's it's Trey Lance. No, oh, wait, no, 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 he's no. five. Oh, he's five. That's right. I thought he was three. Oh, my goodness. You're right. No, right, he was right. the third overall pick, sir. You're right. Well, well, well yeah. Sure. Yeah, worked out for them. Ask Miami. Yeah, yeah sure. Um, okay. Oh, let's, let's, we just got to figure out the division and then narrow it down from there. Who's the – no, I'm thinking of – I'm thinking about the Chargers backup. Uh, Nate, Nate Sudfeld is the backup for the Lions, but I don't know what number he is. Talk about an MVP. Yeah. It's the West. It's the West? Okay. Nate Sudfeld, 6'6". Six, six. Jesus Christ. Okay. So it's the West. So we got Cup, and behind him, it's like that John Wolford guy, right? Yeah, but he's but I think, short. But I, I think he's 13, though, so it's not him. Yeah, he's, he then, looks 13. Yeah. So in the Niners, you got you got Jimmy. Of course. And then, is it Cole McCoy? Is he still there? Dude, you couldn't pay me to figure out where Cole McCoy Dude, is. Dude, I, I didn't even remember. know he was still in the league. I'm gonna be honest, I don't know. I don't remember. They're, okay, okay. The Seahawks is Gino and who's behind Gino? Drew Locke. <laughs> oh, well, Drew Locke's three. Isn't he three? Yeah, but I don't think try Drew Locke. I don't think he's that tall. Holy shit! It is Drew Locke. Wow. He's 6'4", dude. I, I'm bad with Drew Locke. Like, dude, I, Drew Locke is. I don't understand how that dude's 6'4". He looks like Zach Wilson size. Yeah, he even looks like Zach Wilson too. They both have baby faces. Yeah, but he ain't got that dog in him. He got that dog in him. Okay. Well, well, well. I don't even know if Zach got that dog in him. I'll tell you what. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey man, he's okay. been garbage. 
No, no, no. He's, he was good when he returned for a few weeks, and then, of course, he plays the Patriots, and then you start seeing Ghost. Zach Wilson has not been good since he's returned. He has I not beg been. to differ, sir. I beg to I, differ. I beg to differ your beg. There's no way. Just saying Joe Flacco's in there. Things, are, things aren't the same. If Joe Flacco was in there, I feel like they'd be better because when Joe Flacco was in there, Garrett Wilson was actually getting targets. Tyler Conklin was actually getting targets. This is his first game. That actually, that he's actually gotten a good reception average and touchdowns since Joe Flacco left. Uh, Elijah Moore wouldn't be complaining because Elijah Moore was also eating a little bit when Joe Flacco was there. And Corey Davis, well, Corey Davis, Corey Davis. But just saying, I think the Jets would be better with Joe Flacco. That's my opinion. 2012 Super Bowl MVP. Oh, okay. Right. <laughs> you want to do that? You want? You want? Yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Let's throw out tw- hey. 2015 prime cam, huh? Hey, man. Remember, if you're a Super Bowl MVP, you're in the Hall of Fame. We're Guaranteed. gonna see Joe. We're gonna see Joe Flacco in there soon. We're gonna see Eli Manning in there soon. We're gonna mm-hmm. see Cam in there soon. You know, because that's just the standard now we got, right? Yeah. So yeah. Oh well. It doesn't matter what you do in Indianapolis if you're Matt Ryan. You're gonna get in the oh, Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Come on. Hey, stop being disrespectful. Come on. Hey, Come congratulations, on. sir, Sam Ellinger. He's a. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. So he, Getting he, a shot. He, he was did better than Malik Willis. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I was happy. I was happy to see that he finally got a shot. Um, a little weird how he got a shot, if I'm being honest. But uh, <laughs> I mean, did you watch Matt Ryan play? Well, I, I I did, but it's what see see this is one of those situations where it's like it's Matt Ryan, like the dude's like fifty. <laughs> I, I mean, like you might as well just let him play a season out. What does it matter? You're not gonna win anything anyway. So whatever, just send him off in a grace. But now nah, they were like, you know what? Let's bring in the young guns. So yeah, good yeah, for him. Maybe you should have done it in the first place. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm happy for Sam. He he did okay. Uh. It's not his fault his defense can't stop anybody. But, you know, he did okay. He did all right. Maybe he'll do a little bit better. But, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Well, good old, good old, good old Texas boy. Hey, speaking of Texas, if we're talking about Texas, uh, you should be saying congratulations to Deontay Foreman. Dude has been crazy on the Panthers. Went ballistic uh, this last game. Granted, it was against the putrid Atlanta Falcons. But, you know, still. Uh, Listen. I'm a fan of P.J. Walker. I like P.J. Walker. And you know what's funny is uh, all that for Baker, huh? All that for Baker, huh? Mm -hmm. Damn. Just had to throw that one in my face. (laughs) Yeah, no, we're we're off Baker. We're off Baker. so, So, you know, let's get into the actual good trades. Well, one of them is not a good trade. But let's get into some good trades. Well, it was funny that you brought up the Colts because... One man's no longer a Colt. He's going to find himself winning a Super Bowl, if you know what I mean. Here's the thing. I've always been a very, very low-key fan of Naeem Hines. I've always thought Naeem Hines could be a premier, like, gadget running back third-play guy. And he's shown that he can be. But, you know, it's really hard to be a – because, see, here's the thing, right? Like, you got, like, Kareem Hunt and – Nick Chubb, right? That they're like a one-two duo. Like Kareem Hunt is that like goal line back, or he's that third. That, that that's fine. That's that's little. But Jonathan Taylor has proven himself. Well, not this season, unfortunately, but he has proven himself to be like a premier back in this league. It's and he can do it all really. So it's really hard to be behind someone that can do all that, right? 
So, but here's the thing. Am I a fan of the trade in general? Yeah, I mean, Bill's got a great player. But for him, I kind of don't like it for him. I don't. Because I feel like the Bills running back situation is that they're all kind of gadget guys. Yeah, you know exactly. I, I feel like Devin Singletary is a gadget guy, but he's been doing a little better. He's been showing he can run the ball a little more efficiently. Uh, James Cook, they're giving him a little bit more chances. Every single time he's on the field, he's making a good play. So, yeah, I think in a broad perspective of this trade, it's really good for the Bills. They're adding another weapon. That's great. But for Naeem Hines, uh, I kind of don't like it. Not really a fan of this trade for him, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like he could have gone somewhere a little bit better. Well, I, I listen, like, for me, this trade does nothing for the Bills. Oh, absolutely. I agree. So, like, I... Well, well, well I, I don't agree. I think, I think adding Naeem Hines, it's really hard to cover two gadget running backs. Put them both on each side. What are you going to do? That's fair. So, so, so I mean, you, like, here, here's the thing, though. Here's here's my reasoning behind that is because okay. this offense doesn't change because we all know who's getting the ball. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, like, Josh sure. Allen determines where this ball goes. And the it ball's didn't, going to Stefan. The ball's going to Gabe. The ball's going to Dawson. Yeah. No matter who is around Josh Allen, they're going to eat. Yeah. They're, they're all going to yeah. eat, right? And that mm-hmm. there wasn't anything broken about that. Yeah. If we're going to make a change, like if you would have told me a few weeks ago or maybe at the beginning of the season that the, the Bills are going to make a trade for a running back, I'll be like, oh, my God, that is perfect because that's the only thing holding them back. And it's yeah. not even holding them back. It is another piece of that puzzle that will make them completely dominant in this league. Can you imagine if they won the Christian McCaffrey sweepstakes? Like, exactly. Like if, if yeah. we see that trade happen because they made somewhat of a push, maybe not a strong push for Christian McCaffrey, according to reports, adding Christian McCaffrey to that changes the way that you look at that film, changes the way that you look at game planning with the Buffalo Bills because mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. only do you have to spend weeks upon weeks challenging Josh Allen, challenging what he can do on the field. Now you have a different element, just a whole different playbook of like, this is all they can do with Christian McCaffrey alone. Yeah. We yeah. saw what he can do alone in in San Francisco last week against the Rams. The dude can throw. He can catch. He can run. He can do everything. That's perfect for a, yeah. a quarterback like Jimmy Garoppolo because he kind of he can, can sit back a little bit, right? I mean, at the end of the day, Jimmy G, we've always said it. He's always been the upper echelon of a game manager quarterback. Exactly. So now yeah. put Chris McCaffrey in that same position, but now with Josh Allen. Yeah. How yeah. incredible would that be? That's that's, that's a dream team type of, of, of trade. That's instant Super Bowl. Instant Super Bowl. Like there's you would no assume, reason. yes, there's right? No reason, yeah, yeah. So when you look at a running back traded to Buffalo, you're like, oh my God, who do they trade for? Cordell Patterson? A Kareem Hunt? Like, even Kareem Hunt would have been like, damn. Yeah, that would have been nasty. That's different. That would have been nasty. You have Devin Singletary, who's been better this year at catching out of the backfield. Been a nice weapon for Josh Allen. I think he's done great over the last few weeks. Hey, I mean, hey, I think give him some credit. Like, have you seen the last couple of games? That yes. boy has some vision. No, he, he has some vision. For, he can run along those. He can run in between those tackles easy. He felt like such a second thought in this offense last year. 
Yeah. Especially last year. Like, it was just Josh Allen just doing everything, right? But he had receivers. He could just go to Davis. He can just go to Stephon or Cole Beasley in the slot. And then, alongside Devin Singletary this year, like, James Cook is a great pickup out of Georgia. Like, he's settling into this offense. Zach Moss, he gets traded to, um, to Indianapolis for Naeem Hines. But... When you switch them, does it really make that much of a difference in this offense? No, not really. No. no. Do I applaud them for making a trade? Because they probably look at this this roster and say, I think we got better. Why would you make the trade if you're not going to feel like you're going to get better? Yeah. But for me, it's like, all right, yeah, I guess, cool. Like, you, you picked up another guy that may be a, a, a safety blanket just in case someone does go down. That's probably what yeah. this move made. Or, yeah. or intended to be. But for me, it's like, did the Bills really have to make that trade? Not really. You no. know? But, like, we probably looked at some Super Bowl winners in the past, and they probably made some few moves. And they oh, said, yeah. yeah, all right, cool. We'll, we'll see you in in, uh, in December. We'll see you in January. Like, it's not going to matter, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, before we get into any other of the trades, okay, I wanted to talk about the trade deadline in general, the Bills, Chiefs, Ravens. Ravens made some some moves. Mm-hmm. Um, they get Raquan Smith, which is, or is it Robert Quinn? My apologies. It's uh, it's a uh, Roquan Smith. It's yeah, Roquan Smith. Robert Quinn went to. He went to Philadelphia, which to makes Philadelphia. me extremely upset. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Um, my apologies on that. But when you look at teams that are considered to be the top teams in the NFL. And we're going to see them late in the postseason. Yeah. That's almost a guarantee. And we were just talking about how, you know, this year has felt underwhelming. I think a part of that is parity in the wrong way. Parity in the in the sense that, like, we don't have many great teams. We have many yeah. decent teams. Mm-hmm. And we have two at the top, Chiefs and Bills. Yeah. Most of the other teams that are really good are in the AFC. We have yeah. one really solid NFC team. I don't care what happens this year. I don't care if the Eagles go undefeated. The Bills or the Chiefs are winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. I can Hands down that. for me, that is a guarantee. Mm-hmm. So these teams don't really have to make the trades. If they do, that's great. You know, like we we will praise a team that is already really good. Go out and be better or try to be better. Yeah. Like the, the Bucks did that for for the last few years. It's like they it feels like they have so many great players, and then they add another one. You yeah. know, in in theory, the Julio Jones move and, and the signing of Russell Gage, like I love that. I yeah. love those moves. And it doesn't worry. It doesn't really work out for them all the time, but in theory, it should. And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Now, what frustrates me about the trade deadline in general is that there are teams that clearly need to get better, and they have the opportunity to maybe make a push into the postseason and put up a good fight against someone, Yeah, and they don't do it. Mm -hmm. Two teams really stand out. There's probably more. There's definitely more um, examples, but two stand out, and I think you know which ones. I think I know exactly what your team's talking about, yeah. I'm talking about the Green Bay Packers, and I'm talking about the Dallas Cowboys. So, so here's the thing. I feel like these two teams are in a never-ending cycle of just nothing ever happens. Now, here's the thing. 
I feel like there's different kinds of frustration for both of these teams. I feel like the frustration on the Cowboys side of the ball is this. I assume you're obviously talking about the Brandon Cooks trade that didn't happen. Brandon Cooks to the Cowboys would have actually been phenomenal. Let's be real. Yeah. It would have been absolutely phenomenal. Michael Gallup has, since he's come back from the injury, he's been okay. Or even a little under okay, if we're being honest. Mm -hmm. Right? CeeDee Lamb has been... I think think CeeDee's been good enough. But considering the hype... And the eye test, I don't think CD's having the season that everybody projected. I agree. I completely agree. That's why I think this Brandon Cooks trade would have been amazing. Mm-hmm. Because for one, you know, having Brandon Cooks in the slot, right? Or even moving Michael Gallup to the slot, whatever, it doesn't matter. More than likely, Brandon would have been in the slot. But anyway, what are you going to do? First of all, you know, you have to cover CD Lamb, who... Besides the eye test, at the end of the day, everybody knows C.D. Lamb is a very talented receiver at the end of the day. Michael Gallup, he can go up for the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he can make some plays. Now having Brandon Cook streaking down across the middle of the field, how are you going to cover that? Mm-hmm. You know? And and considering the Cowboys' the last few weeks, their tight ends have stepped up. Uh, I feel and, like their young tight ends have really stepped up. Oh, yeah. It, it's funny because, right, so Dalton Schultz has been dealing with an injury. The last two weeks, obviously, Dak and, Dak and Dalton have a – very very tight uh relationship safety blanket right Mm -hmm. dalton is dax safety blanket however i agree peyton hendershot and jake ferguson i think they've i think each one of them have accounted for at least one touchdown the last four games Mm -hmm. of the season they they've done very well in the system i i agree so here's the thing at the end of the day the tweet ended up saying something like the Cowboys were very close. They won for Brandon Cooks, but the $18 million salary was just too much. Okay. Here's the thing. As much as I agree, as much as I agree that $18 million would have been a hit because we still have to pay for a fucking Amari Cooper or Amari Cooper's salary, at least for this year or whatever. Um, remember what the Rams did last year? Thank you. That's literally my point. Remember what the Rams did two years ago? Hey, you know, it's it's funny that we're talking about this now because as much as I hate to say this because I despise them so much, Howie Roseman is literally doing exactly what the Rams did last year. Mm-hmm. The Eagles were 6-0 and before this week, and they went out and got an arguably, what, top 10 pass rusher in Robert Quinn? The dude's been – the Cowboys know – very well what robert yeah. can do the cowboys i'm still upset we let him go but that's a, that's another conversation i so so this is what i mean by say that when it comes to the cowboys i feel like the frustration is more we have the frustration as a as a cowboys fans right in general you move over to the uh, the packer side jesus christ i really think aaron Rodgers needs to file a civil suit for emotional trauma mental trauma um, emotional instability, damages, damages, mental damages, everything under the book. Be- oh, oh, uh, um, career damages was or, or de- defamation. Dude, defamation. Think, of, think about how much money he could have made in Jeopardy. De- defamation, slander. Uh, this is not the Aaron Rod. Look, look. I, I 
I remember me and you had a little go at the beginning of the season where, you know, I said Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes one and two, but you were saying, like, look, I do not want to be right this way. I am not right this way. Yeah. There is no freaking way that Aaron Rodgers is not even top 10 right now. Statistically. Right. It, it doesn't make sense. That's it's ridiculous. There's no way. So the other frustration now on the Packers side is just, what are you doing? Seriously, what are you doing? There is no way for the last four drafts you have not selected a number one receiver. Christian Watson, who, to begin with, you had Brandon Cooks on the table. I'm highly sure you were able to get Brandon Cooks. You just let go of Devontae Adams. You let go of MVS. You let go of Economia St. Brown. You have nothing capital-wise because your wide receivers are rookies right now. Mm -hmm. You have the money. You have the money. Aaron Jones is not that expensive. He's not that expensive. What are they doing in Green Bay? You remember, remember how we had a conversation a while ago, how saying how we... We think that the Browns are a cursed organization because every single move they made until like what two years ago never worked for them. Mm-hmm. Well, at least they made moves. Exactly. At least they tried. At least they tried. Green Bay has not done anything to help Aaron Rodgers in the last four years. And if you want to say, oh, well, he had Devontae Adams with the The Packers were 13 and 3. Three years in a row with one arguably best receiver in the league. What if they had someone else on the other side? What happened in the playoffs? They locked on Devontae and they lost. Mm -hmm. They choked. Three years ago, the, the talk of the town for Green Bay was Will Fuller. When Will Fuller was healthy. Can you imagine Devontae and Will Fuller? Okay, fine. Two years ago, it was Odell Beckham. Can you imagine if OBJ was on Green Bay? Now this year, it was Brandon Cooks. It was DJ Moore. It was Odell Beckham again. Yeah. Odell Beckham still happened. Yeah, you you could still do that. I mean, for both teams, you could do that as well. But they did make a a push for Chase Claypool. They did offer that second-round pick. Exactly. Oh, we'll get to him in a little bit. Jesus Christ. Um, my, My point is, with all this, I'll let you go. For the Cowboys side, I feel the frustration is more internal for us because we're fans. In a broad aspect, yeah, they're idiots, but what do you expect? On the Packers side, I just think it's more of a confusion of frustration. Because there is no way you sign this man for another four years at $200 million and just, oh, hey, uh, sorry, deal with it. Too bad. Go have fun with your receivers that are we just drafted and that have have no NFL experience. Yeah, and then that, get hurt. It doesn't. It just doesn't make sense to me. I feel bad for Aaron Jones. Nine one five. I feel bad for Aaron Jones because he is. He, Aaron Jones is. Oh my God! Aaron Jones is giving his all this season. He's probably their best receiver right now. There, every single Packers game I've seen this season. I see Aaron Jones just going 110% because he knows he's the only one, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, man, I, I, I don't know. 
I don't know what they're doing. But I but I agree with you. Both of those teams maybe should take a play. Because because let's be real. I think we're a little bit surprised of the Cowboys this season. I did not expect the Cowboys to be six and two right now. Uh, I definitely did not expect the Packers to be what four and five is it right now? Three three and five? Yeah, is no, it? they're they're below five hundred. Let's be real. I think both of these teams could pull a little uh, note, a little page out of the Rams book or out of the Eagles book and uh, be better. But I, I look at it this way, that. okay? I guess we're just used to that. I look at it this way. I went to WWE Monday Night Raw a few days ago. Uh-huh. And the tickets in itself were pretty expensive. But you know what? I was like... For for my girlfriend's birthday, for, for a good cause, for a great cause, for for a winning cause, mm, correct, for a winning cause. Mm. Um, so I knew that we were going to buy concession, you know, snacks, um, maybe some merchandise. Yeah, and in general, you're going to pay a little bit more when you're at these events. Because Absolutely. you're there, you're having fun, and they're going to take advantage of that. That's just going to happen, right? I go up for two regular shirts, $80. Oh, my God. Yeah. I go online right after the thing ends. Oh, oh, 100 of these was there? No. Oh, okay. I don't know if you get that joke, but never mind. I didn't get that joke. Hundred these is very expensive. That's the joke. Keep going. Ah, gotcha. Um, so I get back in the car and I look on their shop to see how much they're selling the same exact shirts for online. Mm-hmm. It was almost half the price. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. In my mind, I said, "Yeah, I overpaid." But you know what? Fuck it. You know, like we're. <laughs> it's it's a great time. I, I, I feel like, you know, it's just money at the end of the day. Let's just have some fun, spend the money, make this night even more great. You know, get her the shirt that she wanted, get a shirt that I wanted. And I didn't want to wait like a week or two to get it. You know, yeah. let's just do it now. Yeah. The same thing applies when you look at the trade deadline. Yeah. Why? Because every single one of these teams that is borderline Super Bowl, borderline may miss the playoffs. Packers, Cowboys, uh, Bengals. I, I don't know. Let's just throw out some some random names. But those two. Uh, 40, in, 49ers. 49ers. Which, which they did. Yeah. No, good for them. Like that. Yeah. Did they really need a running back? No, but they, they made moves, right? Yeah. When we look at trades and we look at Brandon Cooks with his $18 million salary, we look at the Green Bay Packers not wanting to give up a first round pick a second round pick whatever multiple picks this idea that draft picks matter at the end of the day when they no one in the nfl cares about draft picks anymore you can trade a top tier talent for a six round pick and yet somehow it goes through right even in madden it probably wouldn't work but for I mean, some reason it happens yeah because bill o'brien introduced that exactly right yeah. so like my thing is is we all have come to a consensus consensus that draft picks don't matter. Mm-hmm. But yet, when it comes down to getting players that will benefit your team in the long term, and you don't have to worry about that draft pick working out or not. The Cowboys literally cut Tristan Hill yesterday. Yeah. 
He's a first rounder. Second rounder. Second rounder. Sorry. Second rounder still valuable though. Like he he was a high draft pick for them. Yeah. For what? He literally yeah. is like he was considered nothing on this roster after Jonathan Hankins comes in. Yeah. Like no one cared about Tristan Hill. Mm-hmm. So don't give me that excuse that oh we just didn't want to overpay. We didn't want to give them too many draft picks. Um, Brandon is a great player, but we just didn't feel like it was it was best. Mm-hmm. Dude, stop feeding me that BS. For over 20 years. Because just last year, less than a year ago, the Rams made moves. And they said, we don't need draft picks. We don't don't need money. We're going to get rid of it as much as we can. Because guess what? Next year is going to come about. We'll worry about it later. What matters is winning that Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. What matters is that we get that Lombardi trophy. We'll worry about the rest later. But as long as we get one, because we understand that looking at this locker room, looking at this coaching staff, there's something special here. The Cowboys, Mike McCarthy should go into the offense and say, you realize that our defense is probably one of the best in the NFL. That Micah Parsons will most likely win defensive player of the year. Yeah. Tony Pollard is playing some of the best football in his career. Our offensive line, surprisingly, isn't awful. Yeah. Yeah. Why not help Dak out? Why not reassure that defense even more? We went out and got Hankins, but let's go out and get someone in that secondary. Anthony Brown's not going to hold us up. Maybe another linebacker. Why not? An offensive lineman. We went and got Jason Peters, but maybe we can get someone else as well to to really solidify that interior. Let's get a wide receiver because it's just CD CD right now. That's all it is. But how... How, like, we could put up 49 against the Bears, but we're not going to do that against the Bills. We're not going to do that against the Eagles. We just lost to the Eagles. Uh, 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 the reason why I don't, don't want uh, to overpay is we've we, we got too much investment in the draft picks. Fuck the draft picks, man. Yeah. Yes, the Cowboys are great at drafting, but has that won them any Super Bowls? Green Bay Packers, they're really great at drafting defensive guys. Their defense, solid. We say that every year. But guess what? That doesn't get you a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Overpaying happens. Overpaying is going to be a normal thing in this league. The Rams did it. They overpaid for everything. They overused their, 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 uh, their benefits. Yeah. Guess who won the Super Bowl? Yep. So, like, I'm more than willing to overpay for shirts just because it makes me happy. At the end of the day, I'm going to go home and be like, cool. I'm not going to be like, hot damn. I shouldn't overpay for that. Oh, man, it's going to kill me. In two to three years when Brandon Cooks is still taking up salary space, okay, whatever. I don't care. And neither should you because – you want to make that push for the Super Bowl? You want that Super Bowl so bad? Overpay. No one's going to kill you for overpaying. And you know what's the hilarious part about all this? Looks like Brandon really wanted to be a cowboy. He really wanted to get the fuck out of Houston. Or at least he wanted Houston because look what he did. He posted on Twitter. He's not practicing. He's pissed. He would have loved to go anywhere else. 
apparently the Cowboys was the favorite because they were talking right before the deadline ended. Mm-hmm. I, 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 well, yeah, yeah, the, the the deadline happened. Sorry. Look, man, it's you, a... you you trade for Brandon, you get rid of a second rounder and maybe a fourth rounder. Cool, why not? Yeah. You go to Zeke and say, either later, idiot. Either you restructure your contract because we brought in a weapon for Dak Prescott so we can win a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You restructure that contract so we can make money for him. If you don't, all right, cool. We got Tony Pollard. Yeah. Seem fine by me. But, but, but Lutz, but Lutz, remember NFL owners and GMs don't like to be wrong about their first round picks. And remember that. Especially Jerry Jones, right? Especially Jerry Jones. Yeah. But that's just not how it works, right? So Rams can win Super Bowls. Yeah, they're struggling right now, but you won the damn Super Bowl. At least, yeah. Do you, do you, you really think diehard Rams fans are like, damn, we shouldn't have overpaid. We shouldn't have given Vaughn Miller everything. We shouldn't have given uh, Aaron Donald all this money. Oh, damn it. God, God. sacrificed God. for a Super Bowl. Oh, oh, damn. I was able to see a Super Bowl in my lifetime. Damn. That sucks. Crazy. Yeah, it sucks to suck, man. Oh, man. How about we win a few playoff games here? Green Bay, uh, as much as, uh, as a Cowboys fan should be mad, Green Bay Packers fans are probably the worst. Oh, absolutely. I feel like Green Bay Packers fans just live in eternal just sadness once the trade deadline happens. Like, you can't. You, you, blame goes all the way around in this organization, but you can't have a generational quarterback like Aaron Rodgers and say, let's try to make it as hard and as difficult as possible for him to win. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, listen, I think we should uh, give a little, little, uh, little reaction to each of the big trades and uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, first one comes to mind. Uh, the poverty franchise bears. Mm-hmm. Give up a second for Chase Claypool. Uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you okay? Because in general, this move does nothing for me, right? Like yeah. in my thought process of this, probably not going to help Chase Claypool's career. Mm-hmm. It was already going downward from mm-hmm. his rookie season in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think he impacts the uh, the receiving game for mm-hmm. Justin Fields and this Bears offense. Mm-hmm. So what about this move is just so delusional for you? Two things. What you just said, what you literally just said out of your mouth, do you think that equates a second-round pick? Um, we just had a conversation. We just had a conversation about how draft picks don't matter. Mm-hmm. But I will amend that by saying for franchises like the Bears who need to rebuild, I think that conversation does not apply to them. They have a lot of money. A I... shit ton of money, right? Okay, okay. Now, now let me ask you this. I agree. Would you rather have traded that second-round pick or would you rather have paid him 40 mil over two, three years, three, three years, three years, whatever. Which one would it be? Because 
They have a lot of money. You just said it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so the the reason why you probably want to get him now is because somebody else was going to get him. He he was going to leave Pittsburgh, whether or not it was Chicago. Like, okay. it was going to be Green Bay, if we really think about it, if it wasn't for Chicago. Now, I don't know what was the decision-making there, but, like, he was going to be somewhere else, and they would have extended him and signed him to a big contract. Okay. Why? Because think about the free agents that are coming out for wide receivers after this year. Oh, garbage. All of them are missing. Absolute garbage. DJ They're Moore is probably the, the top on that list, but yeah. someone's going to overpay for him. Way more than most of the other teams were. Like Jack, yeah. the, Jacksonville literally overpaid for, for Zay Jones and Christian Kirk, right? Yeah. So someone's going to – DJ Moore is going to break the fucking market for, yeah. for the wide receivers. So okay. you, you trade for Chase, who is your best receiver, clearly. Not, not because he is that damn good. It's because of everybody else being subpar. So, okay. So – now to the second point you are in a complete rebuilding phase because you are a poverty franchise unfortunately i'm sorry the bears just have nothing going on for them so let me get this straight let me get this straight you trade roquan smith who in my opinion was an absolute fleece by the ravens Mm -hmm. they got nothing for him yeah uh, not wanting a first-round pick for Rokon Smith is an absolute travesty for me, but that's something else. So, let me get this straight. You think that trading away your best player for a second-round pick and a fifth-round pick, apparently, was the move. And with that second-round pick you acquired, you go out and get Chase... Claypool. You don't use that for DJ Moore. You don't use that for. I mean, who else is on the market? Uh, Brandon Cooks. Tr- Brandon Cooks, right? So you don't use that for Brandon Cooks, who is Brandon Cooks? Is let's be, let's be real. He's better than Chase Claypool. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. That's the logic here. That makes absolutely zero sense to me. This whole entire trade is just just so stupid. Let's be real. Chase Claypool is a talented player. We've seen what he can do. It obviously was not working out in Pittsburgh. Fine. Great TikToks. Great TikToks. But Chicago was not the place to do it, man. Chicago was not the place to do it. Go do it in Green Bay. But Mm -hmm. not Chicago. No, I'm sorry. This absolute horrible trade for the Bears. I... Do not find one single good thing about this trade at all, at all. So, do you do you have more of a frustration toward the Chicago Bears organization or Chase Claypool for not saying, "Nah, don't send me there"? I, I say more of the Bears because the Bears could have easily been, "Hey, uh, you know, Chase Claypool could do some good for us, maybe." But how about we maybe revamp our whole entire offense with this second round pick? Maybe we get. Maybe we get a receiver in the draft for Justin. Oh, oh, wait, we have two second-round picks. I mean, Darnell Mooney ain't working that much, brother. Yeah. Equinemius St. Brown. Okay, cool. Cole Komet, can we feed him the ball a little bit more? He's pretty good. But 
maybe it'd be good if we give it we maybe we get another receiver maybe we get another offensive lineman uh because the, the running back situation is good Khalil's oh, real good. good. Real Khalil's good. looking pretty good. According to uh, Colin Cowherd, uh, Armstrong's looking pretty good too. I I do not care a single fiber of my body about that man. I do not like Colin Cowherd at all. I don't know what to tell you, man. Armstrong's looking real good this season. Armstrong's looking real good, yeah. All I'm saying is this. I think it's more on the Bears' side to move on to the yeah. next one. Um, um, listen, I'm not going to disagree with you. Like, the organization itself, the front office – is in rebuilding mode. But when you bring in Matt Eberflus, first-year head coach, do you really think he's going to be in rebuild mode? Who? Exactly. But yeah. you get my point. It's like he's yeah. not going to say, like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll just – fine by me. Let's we'll just get rid of this year. In my first yeah. year, I have to prove a point that I'm actually a pretty good head coach. Uh, you know, I, let's you know, be a little aggressive, but I understand that we're not going to be going to the playoffs anytime soon. Yeah. Now, yeah. When, that's another thing. Like the the fact that you bring up like let's get a, a wide receiver in the draft, dude. I'm telling you right now, whoever needs a wide receiver first in that draft is going to get a star in Marvin Harrison Jr. Oh my God, Marvin Harrison Jr. Dude. I I am so I used to love Marvin Harrison when I was growing up. Dude, I cannot wait to see his 2.0 in the league. He is. A stud. I am watching. He I am trying is. to watch every Ohio State game that I can because I get home like right around the time that they start the games. When I tell you that Marvin Harrison Jr. is elite, he's he a is, stud. He is by far the best receiver in college football right now. It's not even close. Every he single notification I get is like four plus touchdowns. Marvin Harrison Jr. every single game. Difference maker, bro. Yeah. Him yeah. and the and the guy from uh, Tennessee. Who had that big game against Alabama? Pardon me for not knowing his name. I don't know his name either. But I, dude, I, went off, right? He he's still going off though. He he's is. Still going oh, off. Tennessee is just rolling right now. Hooker? Oh my god. Oh my god. I love me some hookers, right? But oh like that god. specific one, love him. But Marvin Harrison Jr. is a Hall of Famer already in my eyes. Like whoever gets oh. him is going to be electric next year. Hey, so imagine having two first-round picks to maybe trade up for Marvin. Oh, wow. Imagine giving Justin crazy. Fields the Ohio State Buckeye another Ohio State Buckeye. I wonder I wonder how they could maybe trade up to get Marvin Harrison Jr. Crazy to me. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, you make a val That's a very good point, sir. Now I'm a little frustrated with the Chicago Bears. Exactly. Uh, on the flip side of the Chicago Bears poverty franchise, uh, Congratulations to the Baltimore Ravens for absolutely fleecing the shit out of the Bears. Uh, the Baltimore okay. Ravens. Can, oh. I just, can I just say? Oh, okay. That I feel like this means nothing for Baltimore. I actually disagree with you. I disagree a little bit. No, um, no. I think we can agree that the Baltimore Ravens have not lived up to the hype that we thought they were. Uh, unfortunately, oh. that has to do with a lot of it. What, what year is this? Is this this year? Is this last year? Is this the year before that? Is, oh, okay. Well, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 so I'll, I'll rephrase it by saying, um, they're not rolling in the regular season as uh, they usually do, and then choking in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I'll say it that way. Um, I think that this could really help their defense because their defense has been very subpar this season. 
And Roquan Smith, Roquan Smith's a bad man. Oh, yeah. He's a yeah, bad I know, man. right? He's a bad man. But I don't, it's not, that the players, the talent on that defense is not the problem. Think about oh, how well, many it, great players are on that defense right now. They do have a new defensive scheme, and they've they voiced their opinions and their frustrations about the scheme not really working. They they have to fit more to what they are, their strengths are. At the same time, did you really need Raquan Smith when you already have great great linebackers like Patrick Queen? You know, a, a front that's seven. A, that's a solid duo, Dude, though. That's I'm a telling solid you, like, duo, though. I will say the Baltimore Ravens are top heavy. Their defense yeah. is very top heavy, and to add depth, especially with Raquan Smith, that's that's a plus, right? Yeah. But that doesn't change my mind at the fact that I just said it. It's another year to where they're disappointing, where we yeah. we see Lamar and we're like, wow, like this could be the year where he finally puts it together. When we're looking at this defense, they're giving up comebacks left and right. They're barely hanging on to wins. They're losing yeah. against the Giants of all teams, who I don't believe in whatsoever. But no. It, it, this is the same exact team every single year. And Raquan, yeah. put any all-pro, Pro Bowl linebacker in there. I don't care. Okay, now, as much as I agree with you, as much as I agree with you, did they fleece him or not? Yeah, but I feel like we there look at every go. trade. There and we you say, go. There like, you go. Dude, the TJ trade fleeced him. TJ. TJ Hawkinson. Oh, TJ Hawkinson. Oh, absolutely. Like, sorry oh to jump God. the gun here, but yeah, like, no, no, I no, looked no, at yeah, the yeah, trade yeah, details yeah. and I said, huh? Yeah. Like, the yeah. Vikings not only got the best player, but they got the better picks. <laughs> Dude, here, so, so, so I guess like we can now jump onto the TJ because that was going to be my next one. Uh, Kirk Cousins doesn't at least get to the divisional round. What's, what's happening here? He has weapons everywhere now there's yeah. no excuse yeah you got, you got jj on one side you got thielen security blanket wide receiver now on the other side you got dalvin cook who's starting to cook again i mean he's staying healthy that's all that matters he's staying healthy and yeah. now you got tj bro dude come on in a in a in a electric first year head coach system hey man kevin o'connell Listen, man, as long as they play at 1 p.m., I mean, they're divisional battle. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, uh, yeah. That, that, uh, <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, uh, I was doing the picks with uh, my coworker, and we, yeah. we were just going down the list. He named off the, the teams that are playing and, and the games, and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm writing them down. Yeah, and then yeah. uh, he, I, I forget who the Vikings are playing. But, the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals? Oh, okay, yeah, because specifically I was, I, was, I was like, okay, first, where are they playing? And he said Arizona. I was like, okay. What time are they playing? Yeah. Is it prime time or is it an afternoon game? He said afternoon. I'm like, got the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Kirk Cousin dropping 400. Oh, exactly. Uh, yeah, I, I think this talk is a trade great for the Vikings. We can both agree on that. Uh, next one, I don't really think we have to even say anything about it. Christian McCaffrey, the 49ers. I mean, I mean, that speaks for itself already. I mean, it speaks for itself already. Do, do um, you have a problem? Sorry, but do you have a problem? Like, does it frustrate you and give you like anxiety that it gets me? The the fact that we wait until the very last second to see these trades happen. Like these trades yeah. can happen yeah. during like during the week before. We don't yeah. have to wait until two fifty nine p.m. Yeah. for the trade to go through. Christian McCaffrey was traded 
a week or two ago. Okay, can I? I'm gonna add an element. <laughs> I'm gonna add an element on this to you. Do you know why it gives me more anxiety than usual? Why? Because I had. I'll give you a specific example. I have Kareem Hunt on my fantasy team. Mm-hmm. And he's been okay. He's been whatever. I mean, Nick Chubb is just... But I was refreshing. I was refreshing Twitter, hoping to God that Kareem Hunt gets traded somewhere else so I can have some value, right? Mm-hmm. So right. That, that's like the little extra But no, I do agree with you. It's the day, like on Monday, I was just like, ooh, like who's going to get traded? Like why now? Like why so late? Yeah. I agree. I agree. It, it, it does add a little bit of anxiety. It does add a little bit of like, Oh shit! Like yeah, suspense. yeah, it's just like it frustrates me that a team's like, "Oh, we couldn't get a deal done in time." I'm like, "Dude, you literally had the whole season." Yeah, yeah. The trade sure. deadline doesn't just automatically mean you only have this specific day to trade. For sure, for sure. So yeah, uh, yeah. And then uh, who else? I mean, Robert Quinn. We already said it earlier. Robert yeah. Quinn. I mean, great. Uh, I think I think we could say the uh, the biggest one. Well. No, I, no, yeah. I, I, I would say the biggest one of the day. Yeah, yeah, biggest yeah. one of the day. I yeah. agree. Um, so we're going to give uh, Dolphins GM GM of the year. Dude, that's how you fucking do it. <laughs> you, mm, like, I love, love when it j- you just make s- smart moves. Like, Patriots, how, how great it just moves. Panned out. It panned out in three years. And it's especially the fact that I'm not I'm not high on Trey Lance, but the fact that the 49ers are like, I give me the pick, please give me the pick. Yeah. And then Miami's yeah. like, I'll take that, I'll take that, I'll take that. And they're like, fine, That's, we get Trey Lance. And then yeah. we're like, Jalen Waddle, Tyree Kill, Bradley Chubb. And oh, everyone's like, it's ugly. <laughs> oh you, oh you, you nutty nutty. Put this put this into perspective, right? Put this in perspective, right? And by any means are we meaning no disrespect. Obviously, what happened at Trey Lance is extremely unfortunate, right? Right. The injury is horrible. Let's be real. But let's be completely honest about this. The 49ers, oh my God. The 49ers got Trey Lance, a quarterback that has potential. Next year, we will see. Mm -hmm. He's in a great system because he's he's a... He's a little healthy mix of both mobile quarterback and a little bit of a pocket passer. Fine. Whatever. I'm going to lean toward the mobile quarterback. A little, L- more, little more to the mobile. I, I can agree with you on that one. But still, uh, remember remember at the end of the day, what's our number one catchphrase on this podcast? Uh, Justin Fields should have been a 49er. Should have been a fucking 49er. So anyway, um, so Trey Lance might be good in the future. Fine, it is what it is. The Miami Dolphins have the number one wide receiver in the league when it comes to yards. They have the number one duo in the league when it comes to yards. Mm -hmm. And now they have Bradley Chubb, mini Von Miller, Von Miller 2.0 on their defense next to, oh, who's on the other side of that defensive line? Jalen Phillips, who is starting to bud. Okay, yeah, no, I agree. So now Bradley Chubb is going to be what Von Miller was to him in Denver for Jalen Phillips. And look how that happened in Denver. Von Miller was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Bradley Chubb had a great start until he tore his ACL, but he came back and he's doing great again. Yeah. 
was it really worth it, San Fran? <laughs> was it really <laughs> worth it? Was it really worth it? Look, I'm not saying San Francisco would have had Tyreek or Jalen, right? But hey, was it really worth it? Uh, no, but um. So, like I said, uh, I guess I think right now as we speak, uh, Howie Roseman and um, Dolphins GM, I forgot his name. That's very rude of me that I don't know his name for this conversation. But Howie Roseman and Dolphins GM for GM of the Year. Thoughts? Thoughts? I'm going to, yeah, I'm definitely going to agree with you. Um, with all the injuries that have been going on in the secondary for the Dolphins, like Byron Jones. Chris, Chris Greer. There we go. Chris Greer. Like, Chris, like the name. Chris Greer versus Howie Roseman, uh, GM of the Year. Yeah. Related to Will Greer, great quarterback. Quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys on the practice squad? Yeah. Oh, man. Just give him a shot. But, like, sure up the front seven that's been doing really great lately. Solid running back – or linebackers, excuse me. Um, Great defensive front. Your secondary is still solid in my eyes. Like, they are talented back there. Oh, yeah. I mean, Xavier and Byron, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Byron's out. By, Byron, oh, yeah, no, I think right. he's out for the rest You're of the year, right. if not very late in the year. So You're how right. do you, how right. do you help out the the cornerbacks and safeties? You get to the quarterback. Yeah, you, you give him no time to throw. Like the move, Bradley Chubb. I love the move. He wanted to stay a Bronco, but you know what, Broncos country. Hey, hey, man. You know, also, at least the Broncos get one first round pick back. <laughs> <laughs> at least they get one first round pick back because uh i mean dude at this point you got plenty of picks go after gino thoughts i saw that tweet and i'm not gonna lie to you this is how bad russell wilson has been i thought it was legit like my brain <laughs> my brain hadn't processed like that it's obviously fake right but russell wilson has been so bad this season for that split second, my brain was like, oh, yeah, that sounds a good idea. And I was like, oh, wait. They just got Russell. <laughs> oh, I was man. I was this close from wanting to wake up early to watch a London game of all games. I do not wake up for those games. I do not wake up for those gives games. gives a damn about London games? I think the only good game this year was the Giants and Packers. Like, the that other that was a good game. The other London games were just... Yeah. No, I, I I went back and watched that on NFL Plus. So oh, uh, you're telling me I'm gonna wake up at 7 a.m. to watch Sunshine and uh, Rocco's Country? Let's ride? No, I'm okay. Thank you. Well, thank you very the much. The only reason I would want to watch that game is because the report of like if Broncos lose this weekend in London, Nathaniel Hackett might be out. And I'm I like, I did see that. I did see that. You know what? Right. I'd like to watch disaster happen. So oh, we we are horrible human beings, but I love it. At least oh, I love it. I feel like I'm a better head coach than Nathaniel Hackett, but uh, that's just me, right? I feel like we're better GMs than Jerry Jones, but I mean, well, well, what do I know? That's always been the case. What uh, do I know? I, I would give an infant child the reins of the Cowboys, and they'd probably do better than Jerry Jones. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. absolutely. But when uh, when I woke up, and the first thing I see on Twitter is the post-game interview, and oh, Russell Wilson oh, goes, Broncos country, oh. let's ride. I was like, God damn it. You see, you, you see, here's the thing. I feel so bad for Russell because... I don't. 
I don't. No, 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 no. Stop, stop. No, I've I've given up on Russ. The, the, when I heard about the plane thing where he's doing like burpees and high knees, I'm just oh, doing. Well, 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 that, well, that's a different story. But I'm, <laughs> I, I'm talking about the whole like Broncos country that's right. That's just, he's just being like a cringy supportive dad. Come on, leave him alone. Runner pass, runner pass. Leave Tell him, him alone. It's just... I can do with the catchphrase. Russ, like, like, just, Russ, I, I just tone it down a bit. I can't, I can't do it, man. With the commercials, the subway commercials, the high knees, just if, if Russ could just tone it down a little bit. Oh, dude, I think things would be fine. I think this is him. <laughs> this is really who he is. He did the same thing in Seattle. Go Hawks! Go Hawks! Go Hawks! Every single interview. That wasn't a problem then. No, I don't. I don't feel like it's the same. Oh, I will gosh. say that like my life has completely turned upside down. Not Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but like that's a good one. I like that. Thank Very you. Nice. Yeah. Like I, I can't, I can't live <laughs> with people saying that they've always thought Russ was ass and that he's always been this bad. And I said no. Like you, yeah, I can't no. comprehend the fact that I watched this man for almost a decade. Carry an organization. Carry an organization. Moonball after moonball. Tyler Lockett just yeah. in the little pocket. You know, like uh, I'm watching this guy just do amazing things. Not even 100% with a terrible offensive line. And you mean to tell me that all of a sudden that he's just that bad? Yeah. Nothing in this life makes yeah. sense right now. Tom Brady. No. Tom Brady just suddenly forgets how to play football. Uh, Geno Smith suddenly remembers how to play football. Geno Smith has been in the league for over 10 years, and all of a sudden he's comeback player of the year? Yeah. He's yeah. suddenly better than most of the elite guys that I've lived through my entire life? He suddenly has Seattle going back to the playoffs? He has them first <laughs> in their division. Oh, I thought they were so going to be the worst team in all of football. He was the worst quarterback, in, in my eyes, the worst-ranked quarterback Starting this year. Now he's he's going to have MVP votes. Yeah. Even worse than Davis Mills? I had him worse than Davis Mills. Okay. Because I just I didn't see um, enough of Davis Mills to say, all right, he's really bad. Okay. Okay, that's fine. So, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, anyway. I, just, I, I don't know. Anyway, we, we, we talked a lot about the trade deadline because it's just so fun. But, um. Yeah, can Overall, we, can over we talk about one more? What one more? Oh, dude, isn't it fucking hilarious to see Calvin Ridley get traded to the team he oh, bet against? I forgot about that. That that gave me a good chuckle. I it gave me a good. You know, you know those moments you're just on your phone and then you know and then you do that like extra long like breathe. I mean, a breath out of your nose, just like I chuckled. Huh. I chuckled. Yeah. I went. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool." I mean, hey, man, look, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, uh, you know, Travis Zay Jones, Etienne, Zay Jones uh, Evan Ingram, surprisingly coming yeah, back out of yeah, nowhere. He can catch yeah, now. okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why not? And yeah. then, and then they didn't have they didn't have to trade Josh Allen. Yeah, they didn't trade Josh Allen. He, he right. was up there. He was on the market. When I did yeah. get that notification that said Josh Allen is on the trade block, and I said, excuse me? What? Yeah. what? But that's yeah. how they get you, those little motherfuckers. But yeah, yeah, like Calvin Ridley got traded on his day off. 
How does that happen? Um, on his year off, I should say. Year off? Yeah, yeah. I saw, I saw a tweet that was, you know how uh, UNLV, their football team has the jackpot slot machine on the sideline yeah. when they get a turnover? They said yeah. Calvin Ridley on the sideline when he plays for the Jags. And then all the Jaguars. Are just, oh, that's hilarious. Dude, oh, I mean, listen, in, all in all, Calvin Ridley is a great wide receiver. I've loved him ever oh, since he came yeah, out of Alabama. And... and I don't agree with him getting suspended for a year oh, and no, Deshaun Watson gets suspended for 12 games, you know, like it just yeah. doesn't compute. Um, I, I, listen, I'm, I'm high on Christian Kirk. I like Christian Kirk. I think a lot of people underestimate what Christian Kirk can do. Mm-hmm. And Zay Jones is a pretty, pretty decent guy. I think Calvin Ridley in this offense, Doug Peterson in his second year, if this defense can grow, be more experienced, mm-hmm. get more veteranship on that uh, on that roster. I'm telling you, man, Jaguars might be a team to watch. I agree. I Just agree. Saying. Agree. Just saying. Are we uh are we finished up, sir? I think we are finished up. You know it's, what? Uh, I, I think it, that's a good 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 talk. Good talk. Good trade deadline talk. Overall, oh hey, by the way, uh, biggest trade deadline ever. Twelve the, players. The most, yeah. 12 players. Yeah, that's good. It makes up for the mediocre-ass season we're having. I think I think you have to do that. Um, I, I want to talk to whoever made the schedules this year and who's ever, whoever is in charge of primetime games. I just want to uh, talk to them. I think they have been demoted. So you're not going to talk to them. You're going to talk to the new guy. So... Yeah, I have to get his his information or her information. We don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. Cause hey, I... hey, hey. At least hey, at least we can all be happy that we don't have to see the Broncos in prime time for another five weeks. But we're getting like, dude, we're getting the Eagles versus Texans tomorrow. That is pretty ugly. Yeah. Who the fuck wants to watch that? So the only reason why I'm watching is because I have Jalen Hurts starting, I have Devonta Smith starting, and I have Damian Fierce starting. Other than that, I wouldn't give a single rat's ass. <laughs> Fair enough. So, I mean, yeah. Also, I mean, the Monday night games have been pretty yikes as well. I, I, I'm honestly not kidding when I say I don't think I've watched a single Monday night game. I think I've skipped a couple already. I have skipped a couple already. I watched until halftime in this most recent one, and yeah, no. I watched, I think, a half of the Chargers game. Chargers game? Yeah, it was from a few weeks ago. Chargers versus... Is it Raiders? Oh, the, no, the Chargers and Broncos, you mean. Oh, God. That, yeah. one, that one was good because it was bad. <laughs> yeah. That's why, yeah. And I was screaming at my TV because I had Josh Palmer playing, and he did okay. Ah, man. Yeah. What's going on with Herbie, huh? What's going on with the Chargers, dude? Do J.C. Jackson J.C. Jackson was playing horrible before he got injured. Khalil Mack is doing okay. Herbie's not doing good. Keenan Allen is destroying my soul on my fantasy team. Jesus Christ. Uh, Yeah. Rip Chargers. Mike Williams is out. Mike Williams is out, man. I don't like is that. I, I like Mike Williams. He's out for like a month. Uh, do you think if it continues, Brandon Staley's out? No, 
that would be unfair. Ooh, injury, injury is not his fault. I'll be honest. Rashawn Slater's not his fault. Mike Williams is not his fault. JC Jackson is not his fault. I don't think that's. His I, fault. I think Come it's on. getting that bad. Because even when everybody was healthy, you weren't, you weren't doing that great either. Yeah. Just saying, man. I don't know, man. We'll see, man. That's going to do it for episode 278 of the Bubble Up Sports Podcast. Thank you for uh, reaching this point in the podcast. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, check out my TikToks. That's pretty much where I do most of my content. Uh, it's been doing really well lately, and I appreciate anybody who follows me. Um, Kevin, thank you very much. you very handsome hey, man. Thanks, man. I get it from you. Oh, stop. Oh, come on, man. You know I have to throw that in there. You're going to make me egg the, you know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, All right. Uh, We'll see you next time. Uh, Hopefully another podcast soon. Uh, But definitely check out the TikToks. That's where you're going to get most of my opinions and um, news on the NFL. So thank you. And we'll see you next time on the Bowl of Sports Podcast.